welcome to the XSF Podcast, hosted by Devante and Lou. This is the podcast to show that every human is capable of being extreme. Tune in to discover how you are too. I don't know, dude. I look at it as, like, adaptability in kind of, like, any sense. Just because, like, I don't know. The Army, like, really fucking made me have to just get down and figure that out for myself. Well, I guess I've been, doing it, I've been doing it my whole life, but, like, the Army is when I really, like, kind of had, it, like, awareness of it. Like, oh, okay, I really got to just be able to go with the flow, you know? And that's something recently I've had to really adopt, dude. Like, being injured... Um, having surgery, never having surgery before, and then having to get this major surgery, and just all this like stuff that's been going on with Henry passing. You know, we were just ran, say, talking about that. Yeah, we were just talking cool. about that with Henry Garland passing, and how me mentally, like I, it's so hard, dude. Like that's one of the biggest things is like I'm always trying to do better, um, and that also comes like we're talking with adaptability. And I have to be able to adapt now and be like, hey, man, like this is a different time, like re reframe the way you're looking at like your success. Right. Cause like, that's one thing that messes me up in the head, dude, is like success is the most annoying word because we all have such a different perception of it. Right. Like somebody can be very successful, have no money in their bank account, chill all day and be happy as can be. You know what I'm saying? Um, the other person might think success is having that huge mansion with all the cars. Um, for me, it's just, my overall happiness and making sure the people I love uh, and I want to care for are happy and cared for around me. Um, and also make sure the bills are fucking paid. Don't get me wrong, because I don't want to be living on the streets when I have two kids and shit. So, you know, that's pretty important. But when I start to stray away from that and I start to just focus more on, like, just one set thing and not letting myself, like, I, I'm, like, so used to being the go-getter, right? Like, on my feet, being able to go skate for miles, go get tricks, go film, go for a hike in the morning, all this stuff. Now I'm s fucking sitting here, dude. Like, I wake up, I want to go for a walk. I go for a 30-minute walk, my ankle's toast. I have to come home. I can't train at that point. I have to wait till like, middle of the day to train. It's super odd for me. I used to train at 6 in the morning all the time. Now I don't do that. My gym's in the basement. I'm pretty sure I don't want to grip and rip weight when my uh, my six months old is sleeping. Not a big fan of waking the him up or my wife. Not gonna go for that. Nope. Definitely don't worry, not. Jojo. I got you. Um, but you know, like it's just one of those things now. Like really, after you know, I sent you that text, and we've both been super crazy busy. But that's what I love about like what we got is the fact that like even if I'm having a hard time with something, I know like if I have to call you and talk. It, to you for a second or it's just hey man like you call back and talk to the voicemail or send you a text like i'm always going to get that genuine res response and what i loved about it was like how you said what you said really made me think of just being able to adapt and like wait hold on dude like start to just look at this different like you're you're okay like you're 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 doing just fine like i could be somewhere exactly. way worse yes i could I could dwell on the fact that, yeah, I could be here, I could be here, but I'm still out here doing it. We're still out here doing it. We're out here providing what I feel like is great value for the skateboarders, the community out there, anybody who's listening to the podcast uh, and watching any of our stuff, and that's where it's at. And when I start to focus on those things, that's what's like, okay, cool, and then I can start to adapt to 
the situation in which I'm in right now. And, you know, with exercise and with training, with skating, with work, like being able to adapt and overcome something like that's fucking powerful, man. Like that's a superpower. When, when I do, that was one thing when I was in the army, like you could tell the people who were going to fucking make it and weren't because there were people who were like, it would be raining cats and dogs and all of a sudden they can't march worth a damn they can't you know what i'm saying like they're focused you know they can't yeah. adapt to the situations in which they're in or all of a sudden we're in this uh humvee doing this training and, and stuff for deployment and we're all of a sudden getting fake shot at and they freaking tweak and fake shoot their co because they don't you know what i'm saying it's like whoa hold on like you need to be able to just go with the flow of things and adapt to your situations and go that's a little that's to the extreme don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i know that's like the extreme side of things nah, but I dude, think that's, that's like where i got it that's from that's what though. we do here we're extreme yeah exactly that's fucking <laughs> XSF, you know? baby what's up we're extreme, like, you know yeah like but you know what i mean bro it's just like and i don't mean to and i don't maybe i do sound like fucking me fuck it i do mean to hate some of those people piss me the fuck off fucking 18 year olds coming out of high school fucking baby i just can't bro that's why you're different bro (laughs) that's why i've always talked about how your adaptability like that's when you shot me that text and like you know you're getting down like whatever it's because i'm the same exact way also so i can completely relate like we're doing things in the same time you still got that voice that's like doing more doing it's like chill the fuck out just chill like especially if you looked at where it was to where you're at now and the things you've gone especially for you like the things you've gone through in life and then what you've just gone through and what you're doing, the way you handle it is like, and for you to think it's not the greatest is like, dude, you like, yeah, that's just that driving you that you want to be that much greater. Cause it's like, you could have went so many other routes that so many other people do. Like you go, you don't get it. You know what happened in my life. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't like, I did that for fucking years. That was the life I lived for years. of like, no, you guys don't understand. No one understands my pain. It's just me. I'm the only one in pain. Everyone else's life is so beautiful, and everyone else is so so happy. Not me. What was me? All the victim mentality, all that. You gotta adapt with the times. You know, adapt or die. That's what it is. It's not even survival of the fittest. It's whoever can adapt the greatest to whatever's happening in life. You know, and that's what you're doing phenomenally. Thank you. you. Thank you. No, I I love it. I fucking love. uh, You know, you said something in there. That's made me smile. I just like lit up when you said it just to the fact of like, you know, just do you like you literally just like like just realize like what you're doing is for you. Um, and that's all that matters. And like how you said, like just one thing that has been very hard for me is not beating myself up, not being like, hey, man, you're not doing enough, this and that. And that's also something I have to now, like I said, adapt to. And like that's something you yourself like helped me with in that text alone was like okay hey okay i do need to just chill out a little bit on this mindset and stop beating myself up so dude because like there's times i'll be sitting there with my kids bro and this kills me that this happens it's just like this thing that i have to work through as a business owner and like all this stuff and because it's it okay if you're passionate if you have a passion about something and you love something to the fullest and you do it you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about when i say this you, it's on your mind all the time. It doesn't fucking matter what you're doing. I could be fucking about to get in the shower with my sexy-ass wife knowing I could lay it down here in a second. And all of a sudden, I'm like, babe, I have this great idea for the podcast. You want to listen? She's like, fucking shut up. Like, dude, what? I'm just like, sorry. Like, my bad. You know, but it's just the way it is. It's like, like when you're passionate, it's just you're passionate. It's like, she always, like, you know what I mean? But it's just one of those things. It's like, all right, you know, look at it that way. Like, look at it from the point of how can i 
not necessarily change myself or even sacrifice things because people always look at things as like sacrifice. I, I don't like that because that like almost puts like a negative annotation to it. Um, like when you're adapting, right, it's more so not that you're sacrificing things or stuff like that. Like me, I want I told you how I want to slow down on smoking weed or even possibly take a break for a little bit and all that stuff. It's like that's not the fact of me changing who I am for my goals. It's just me changing the the outcome or the the things I do to then go along with the outcome that I want. Right. So like that. You're adapting your life for your daily actions to become who you desire to be. And that's what I was that's getting to. That's, that's perfect. What it's to, yeah. yeah. Because it's not like, even when you say like how sacrifice has a negative notion, it only has a negative notion when you put a negative notion around it. Otherwise, that's life true. is sacrifice. Either way you route, you go. Like, listen, like you have the family at a younger age, so you're sacrificing the things that I do, but I'm sacrificing not having that. This this part, this times when I feel lonely and like not having, I'm inspired to have a family and all that, you know what I mean? So like, there's always gonna be a sacrifice everywhere you go. Like, even well, that's why. I, that's why. That's why. Like, I don't know. That's why I just say like, I when I hear sacrifice, like, I'm not saying it's like an, to me personally, it just has like this negative. That's why I don't like to use that word. Like for right. me, nah. it just has this negative feeling to it. And like, nah. I don't know why it just does. It, but no, I see exactly yeah. what you're saying though. Like yeah. it is, it, it's true. Like life is just one big thing that you have to choose. Like this is what I want or this is what I don't want. And then like yeah. you have to give up. So things. regardless, yeah. Yeah, so regardless give up of things to get it. Exactly. Um, but that's being... to get it? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear someone say, you got to do what you got to do to get it, I think of that line in Belly when he's like, you going to bust your gun to get it? Yeah. You going to bust your gun to get it? <laughs> I love that movie. But um, perfect. it's adapting. Like right now with work, right? I just went back to work. And like, so when I was at work before going back to work, before I got laid off for 10 weeks, the type of work I was doing was like, eh, like it was work, but it was like, you know, just nothing like, crazy. Yeah, just it was chills. much. Of, so now I'm back to work, and it's like we're building a building, like ground up style. Like I mean, the ground part's done, but it's there's 16 floors to like a 32 floor building. So they still haven't built the top, whatever, another 16. You know what I'm saying? So like that's the type of job is we're doing big things. Like every day, it's like a we're getting after it type of. Have do big work, all that eight hour days, ten hour days, really working overtime Saturday, and like going to the gym for the strength training, and then sitting down trying to learn. Like right now, this last week for me to sit down and try to learn anything was has been, because I mean by the time, because like by the time I get after working ten hour day, and I mean it's not even like I'm working ten hour days where like you're like you know stocking shelves or like saying hello to people. I'm lifting fucking four no, inch. Dude, you're out there, yeah. The hype is this big. Like I'm doing, I'm building buildings over here. Like I'm doing electrical work to the buildings. You know what I mean? So it's like he's doing, yeah. he's doing what most of us would look at as going to the gym for a hard workout for ten hours. Like facts, facts. That's the fucking bottom line, bro. I don't care. Like blue collar workers, that that's especially what you do. Like boom, yeah. that's how it is. And that's yeah, and that's that. But anyway. So, yep. you know what I mean? Going to the gym and then sitting down and having to learn how to study or pay attention. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, I just had a – because at the job, you got to focus while being physical. You can't mess around. I mean, I'm laying, I'm doing pipe 40 feet in the air, hanging off a lift. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be just – you're not diddy down over here, hanging, you know. But So it comes down to adapting to, like, being able to do all of this. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And even with the passion, the drive, the focus, all that, and people are like, yeah, but you know, like, 
24-17, no sleep. Like, yeah, no. Because I got to perform at this job, strength train, and be able to study. Oh, I'm not hell no, bro. What happened? What's up? <laughs> you hear that? Bro. Okay, no one. I don't think anybody can hear it. I hear it. That was my fucking kid's toy, bro. Yeah. It's just <laughs> going on. What, do you got a ghost in there? Fuck this, dude. Yo, podcast out, bro. Episode's done, dog. We're out of here. Now I'm playing. Right now? Oh, no. I was like, dude, just for that? <laughs> bro, you got me. You know? I, I hope like, people got a laugh out of that one. Whoa, no, low-key, that just... No, low-key, that scares the fuck out of me, though. I hate that shit. You know what's messed up, though? Real quick. Um, Anybody else? Who, If there's anybody listening who has a kid... Who deals with being scared at night? I'm going through that with my three-year-old right now, where he's coming into our room in the middle of the night and sleeping with us, um, and he says there's somebody in there grabbing him and all this stuff. I don't know what to fucking do. I've seen too many movies. I'm about to just move at this point. <laughs> like, I, like I'm just like, dude, what? But he's three, so it's like also I'm also like being realistic dude. about it. But if there's somebody out there listening, real quick, if you could give me some advice or Lou, if you fucking have some advice, who knows? Very wise. I got some psychological advice. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Um, yeah. But that just that shit just tripped me out, bro. But let's yeah, what do you got for me? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure many, 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 many kids go through that. I know and I did. It's, um, yeah, I did. My brother did. Like it come. I'm pretty sure it comes down to something with, like, as of the human brain starts to evolve, like from a child, and you start to have more awareness of things, and like you start, you're, this is evolving more and more and more. Yeah, like this. You're picking up on things. You're picking up on fear. You're picking up on loneliness you're picking up on those type of ideas and feelings that once it gets dark the the curiosity of where's mom and dad what's going on there like you that might start to fill you and then it's just things and then thoughts start to come running in and it's always with kids the archetype of monsters like kids are always scared of monsters under the bed monster in the like what is that about like you know what i mean when it's like and then you know the parent goes in there there's nothing in there but in a scary movie it's really hiding in the cloud or whatever it is you know but Mm -hmm. it always comes down to something like that i'm I'm pretty sure it's like a psychological evolution that that is going through the phases of that, you know, of, of yeah. now they're having more awareness to things. It's dark. Like I always say this thing, like I told you when I was driving back from, from Minnesota and through, driving to Minnesota, I stopped on the highway a billion times to go to take a piss mm-hmm. and no problem. Coming back, I stopped in the dead of the dark in Pennsylvania. It was like 10 PM. It was, nah, it was actually like, nah, cause I got back. Like around, <laughs> it might've been like 10 PM. But, yo, I stopped. I got out. <laughs> I went to take a piss. I didn't see anything or hear anything, but I got a feeling. It was yeah. pure intuition mm-hmm. that, like, that something was about to just slaughter me. So I hopped in my car, and I sped off like Paul Walker Peace. trying to fucking win a car. I was out, bro. You know what I mean? So what I'm yeah. saying is, like, you still get those weird just— Well, and that's my and- thing, too, like, like with him— I know we're getting on a tangent now. We'll get back to the adaptability thing. But this well, this is, is you adapting. Adapting. Go through yeah, your life yeah, with a kid this, it, who's exactly. coming into your room and he's scared. Yeah, and you it's like one mean? of those things that like I'm trying to work through because it's like I want – one thing that's huge to me is like – like I didn't have my dad around growing up. Like shout out to you, Pops. You try to be around now for my kid and all that stuff. Love you, you know, but it's how it was. And, you know, I didn't have my Pops around, whatever. Like I am who I am today. I fucking love it. Wouldn't exactly. give anything up. But – one thing that's huge for me is, like, I want my sons to know that, like, one, they can be whoever the fuck they want. So I've always told myself, like, my kid wants to be a ballerina. If he tells me he's a woman one day, whatever. Like, my kids can be who they want. Another thing I want them to know is, like, if you choose to be a man and, like, that's what you want, like, I do look at it 
like this, like however you look at it, right? Like know that emotions mm-hmm. are emotions and like definitely be in tune with that. Cause I've always been so closed off and now I'm like way more open to my emotions and all that stuff. And I noticed when I went in there one night, um, he, the first night it happened, or no, it was like the second night it happened. Um, he was screaming bloody murder, banging on this wall, bro. And at the weirdest part, the two times it happened, his fucking camera's been unplugged, bro. Like his can his monitor's been unplugged, completely unplugged from the wall. And then he's screaming for us like bloody murder. So it's like really weird. So then I went in there one night and I'm sitting there on the ground trying to rub his back, get him back to sleep. And I just got this fucking ominous feeling, bro. Just like it got blacker than black in there. And I was just like, you know what? Let's go in our room, dog. And like, that's what I'm talking about. Like that was like the weird. And then that just happened. Like, dude, just started tweak me out. I'm like having to like, like we said, adapt to it and be like, okay, how much do I let myself get in my head? Uh, cause also, you know, the, my kid's going to see that, you know, my kid's going to feel that you talk about, you're talking about like the psychology of him, he, dude, he's been a kid who Arlo, my oldest is he's always has been so in touch with his emotions, bro. Like since the jump, we could watch a movie dude. And like, I think we watched like Nemo or something. And like, yes, there's sad parts in that movie, but like for a kid, like he would pick up on the sad parts, bro. Like, and he would look sad. Like there was just this different thing and he's been that way. And like when I was going through my Henry thing and he saw that, like I was not the dad I always am. Like he was feeding off of that. He was crabbier. And like, I get kids do that, but there is something with him. Like, and it's also Jojo. My wife is very like in tune. So I think she's helped me kind of get more in tune with myself, but uh, it's just crazy. Cause it's just something that, like I said, I'm having to adapt to now, like bringing in the fact of like, okay, I have another young son, right? So I have my three-year-old and then I have my six-month-old. It's like, all right, how do I swing this to be that dad that's strong, but also like very accepting of the kid's emotions, you know? Cause it's like, I don't want to, one thing I don't want to be like, Hey bro, it's fun. Let's go back in your room and get you back to sleep when he's actually scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause there's a difference when your kid wakes up and they're just like yelling for you and your kid wakes up and they're fucking screaming bloody murder like that is like the most if you have kids you know how like heart-wrenching that is or if you have anybody you love that you've ever heard for some reason scream in like some type of like terrified way like it just like i don't know you just heart drops and all of a sudden it's fucking fighting that's like that's (laughs) wild that's wild because i'm thinking like you go in the like you go in the room, you clear it to show him, like you turn the lights on, clear it, like make sure there's nothing in like physically see there's nothing in there. But mm-hmm. when you tell me like the monitor's been unplugged, the bloody oh. murder screaming, that toy thing, now I'm like, because I, I believe in things that, like this, so I'm like, that's and then you tell me the feeling, the the, the weird feeling, like I want to go in that room soon. Like I want to, what I want to do. Oh, bro, you know what's crazy? Like, listen, My great you guys, grandma. Listen, you guys go on vacation. I'm gonna sit in that room on a ton of mushrooms and see what's going on. We should, bro. You know what's crazy? My great grandma, my great grandma died in that room, bro. Oh, like she was a hundred. She was hundred and three. So it's like, from, yeah, bro. The genetics, dog. Telling you, bro. <laughs> Sweet. This that ger- that German and Nigerian, bro. I'm be living a hell of long, dog. That's like an in- that's an insane combination. That know, is right? fucking invincible, right there. <laughs> crazy. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, man. Like it's just like. I think it might, I don't know, because that's the thing, though, is I don't know, because, like, when I, so I've had feelings in this house before, and me and me and JoJo have had feelings ever since my grandpa passed away, and now we're kind of getting on a tangent, but whatever, I like this, um, but, like, it's crazy, because, like, 
we've always felt like my grandpa. Um, me and him are very close. You know, if you've listened, you can you can go back to like episode ten or something. Uh, get pretty deep with that, talking about how close him, me and him were. Uh, and after he passed away, you know, it was right in front of me, so it was very like an attachment thing. Uh, but I've always felt his presence. You know, I've always felt like presence, and this one was different. Like it was like. Uh, you need to get the fuck out of here. Like, I want to grab my gun knowing that I can't even do anything with it type stuff. You know, like, it was that feeling, bro. And, like, I don't think my nana would give that off because my nana loved me. She was, like, my f- – like, I was – dude, literally – Carrie, I don't even think I talked about this on the podcast, but um, my – so I was in the Army. My son was just about to be born here soon, Arlo, my oldest, and I get a call middle of the night from my mom. She's like, hey, Nana's not doing good, right? She was living on her own, like, in assisted living all the way to a hundred and fucking two, bro. Made it to a hundred and three and was like, I can't do this. I need to come home with you guys. So then uh, she calls me. She's like, she needs to talk to you. She's she's asking for you. I'm like, okay. So I hop on the phone. I'm talking to her, and I tell her, like, hey, everything's going to be okay. Like, I will take care of the family. You do not need to worry. Because she's been like, bro, you know OG old people, bro. Like, especially, like, for my great-grandma to, like, be what – go through what she's went through and then have my mom like get with a, like a black dude and have a, a black kid and be the woman she was and how loving she was to me like that's fucking amazing to me because the time she grew up in right um but you know it, they're fucking strong dude like they're strong individuals so like for her they come from just, a hard time yeah for her to say like she needed like she she needed to talk to me and then i told her that and then all of a sudden bro like she's like i love you like uh blah 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 and then hang up the phone Next morning, I wake up. My mom, love you, mom, because she's no G for this, you know, holding on to her own pain for my safety, um, waited until, like, after my PT the next morning uh, to call me and then tell me that she had passed literally an hour after we got off the phone. So, that being said, I don't know if she'd give off that feeling for me. Um, no, I doubt she would. Because at first, no, at first, me and, my, me and JoJo were talking. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's my nana. Because I would be, if I was three, I've never seen somebody in my life because he's never seen a picture of her. We don't like really have too many pictures at my house of her. Um, I've showed her some things on the phone, but you know, three year olds is whatever. Um, but my thing is like, if I saw that and I was three in dark, like uh, my great grandma would probably scare me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, well, like, I don't think it would be that feeling that's being given off. Like that's exactly. the only thing I have about it. it. And it's like, I don't think it would be a, I don't think it'd be a, an actual sight of a ghost face, but it would be the feeling, like you said, like, cause I, and, and it's, mm-hmm. I can relate to this so much more now after I had that feeling in Pennsylvania, cause that was the first time in my entire life that I can remember that I felt I didn't see or think fear or danger. I felt it. Like that I, was fe- me too. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. I was just standing about to take a piss, looking into the pitch black woods. And then all of a sudden to, I've been thinking about it now. And I literally hopped in the car. Like I saw someone trying to murder me. Like I was yeah. out. And so yeah. like that feeling. So imagine you're three years old. Like I said, you know, when you're born to one to two to three, this brain's starting to evolve. So now you're getting thoughts different. You're getting those the ego where now you're a second well, yeah, he, thing. Yeah, he understands else. like what so being you scared have is. Fear. Yeah, you have fear. You have, you know, it, judgment. You have all these other things that the ego does when it separates. You know what I mean? The, the evolution of it there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you could just have that feeling. Because at first I thought the same thing about maybe it's grandma when you're like, oh, the monitor's unplugged. That could be like her saying, I got it. Yeah, I, I'm watching you. him. You don't, yeah, but yeah. then when you tell me about the negative feeling and then the toys, that's and, and, yeah, yeah, bro, and the I toy going off is like, yo, that's man, like some you know, poltergeist shit, bro. That's, <laughs> that's, saying, the bro, fuck it is. that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm about to, I'm about to take off a couple of days, fly out to Minnesota, and and 
I got some. I got some psychedelic. Yeah, I'll take a couple. You know, I'll take like a gram of shrooms. Just sit there and see what happens. I hit up Zach Baggins. I don't know if you ever watch fucking Ghost Adventures. I'm gonna hit up Zach Baggins. See if he comes to my crib. Yeah, you should. I should. I should hit him up. I don't know, but like that's just something that's crazy too. Is like as we're talking about adapting, like this is something that is crazy hard to adapt to. What the fuck? Yeah, like how are you like? And that's the thing too. You don't like. That's the thing is I don't think you. Dude, this bro, is supernatural, bro. How do you yeah, like, this? unless you live in it, like, unless you oh, live in it, Jesus. right? But, like, that's the thing is, like, for me, I have to now find a way to have my son be able to adapt to these feelings, you know? It's like how – and that's one thing that's huge is, like, adaptability in itself is so many different ways to go about it, you know? Like, I could sit my son down and try to talk to him, but he's three. Like, that's not going to work. So I have to show him kind of – how to work through emotions, you know, like how to work through being scared and how to, uh, how to work through even being angry, you know, all that stuff. And I think when it comes to adapting now for us, hum- like us adults who, you know, shit, some of us still don't know how to control that shit. I barely do at times when I get off the walls about things, but, um, you know, Bro, I know, I know grown ass men that don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, how I'm, to control themselves. I'm just switch whole man. You want to talk about controlling yourselves? I can't. I, I. I'm so glad I remember it. Cause I didn't. I didn't text you about it when it happened. Purposely yeah. to talk about it here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this is just a show. You want to talk about adaptability. Mm-hmm. So anger is something. My entire life, I've. Ooh, it's just a thing like rage, right? Uh, yep. So I'm skating home from work the other day, and I'm coming to an intersection in New York City where people are crossing. So I'm slowing up, but I'm still cruising. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna ke- catch my lane. Mm-hmm. I'm right. There's no need for me to stop. I'm gonna catch my lane. I'm making eye contact with this guy. He looks me dead in the eye, drops a foot right in front of my board and trips me. Like straight up on purpose. Looking me dead in the eye with a grin when he does it. So I have, I, you know, and I say, man, I wasn't, I wasn't going fast. I knew I, you know, I was, I was being cautious because I saw humans coming. And I, like, I just fell off and I, I turn around and it's the rage is starting to fill of just like, but I was, at the same time rage was filling me, questions, which is this is what I'm trying to get to in life, questions started to come about of why would you do that, what kind of person are you, instead of just pure, I'm going to fucking kill you. Because the, there was literally part of me that was like, all right, you have a knife at your waistband, you could take it out, hit him really quick, fucking dish it off, you could skate out into the fucking city, no one will ever find you, but at the same time you live in Manhattan, you work hard, all these thoughts are going into my head of, of literally killing him and getting away, I, like wild shit. But as that's happening, the same as that questions of basically like empathy, like why would you do this? What's wrong with you? Then I'm just staring at him, and he was like a goofy fucking like constru- He was a construction worker dude, mm-hmm. too, dude, and he's all like just weird. Like I'm just sitting and I'm just staring at him, staring at him. And he's walking away, and I'm just staring at him, like just differing, like the the violence and the empathy at the same exact time. So I just was like, yo, whatever he whatever he's got going on. Yeah. That's with him. I got back on my deck, went to the that's music dope, again. I'm dude. cruising, that's and it was like, great. and that's the that adaptation <clears throat> that, like, I, when I tell you things that used to infuriate me, mm-hmm. that would have, that would have, I would have been in jail because oh, I was just gonna fought, say, you know man. What I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say like, that, that is like, for yeah, myself. Like, for, like shoot, yeah. I don't know if I would have been able to yeah. power to like, you, dude. Because like, that's one thing. Like, I'm the dude in the streets. Like, when we're out street skating, if you're gonna come at me and act fucking reckless i'm about to i'm gonna fuck you up if you're gonna fucking if you think you can come up on me while i'm skating and i get it you can come up and be nice if you come up and be nice and you tell me to leave a spot like cool i, I appreciate yeah. it thank you i'm out 
But if you come up and all of a sudden you fuck start pushing me, you get nah, bro. That's like that's literally my trigger, bro. Is like if you come up and put your hands on me or like try to make me fall. Like I've had times where like people will try to do the same thing. I'm going toward a stair set and they fucking put their foot out in front of me, bro. Like I'm about to jump down a fucking twenty stair rail. What are you fucking doing? Like you but realize you know I can what, break though? my neck with you yeah. doing that. Like I'm more confident without you here. Like fucking move. Yeah. And well, it's like, but their perspective me, is not. I would have to adapt. Like for me, like I'm I'm proud of you for adapting to be able to do that, dude. Because like for me, exactly. it's like. I, it's perspectives. It's perspectives. Yeah, it's one thing for me. It's like, fuck, dude. It's, it's, it's all about perspectives in life because you have to, if, if you can get to a point in life where you can look at other people's, and this is adapt, adapting because not many humans do this shit naturally. Yeah. We got to get to a point, at least I did. Like, and I'm still, and I'm not saying if something could happen tomorrow, I snap. Like, look, well, with this friggin' iPhone that won't charge, I'm about to snap. I'm about to take it and rip it in half. We all have because, our limits. I mean? we, we all have a limit, right? There's but no. But it's like, an iPhone, you know. Yeah. But it's a, but the whole point of this is it's adapting. That I adapted from who I was even a week. If you're trying to always adapt every day, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. to get to these points, because otherwise that could have went south. Yeah. That could have went real yeah. south for everybody. Yeah. And and some we people would be sitting here doing a podcast today. Yeah, exactly. It's like some people are naturally not confrontational, so they wouldn't really understand how south it can go. But some like for me to not be confrontational about that. Is from is beautiful for me. Other people are pussy. There's oh, I would have done this. I would have done that. Yeah, no, but then you'd be in jail. Yeah, yeah. That's no, like but that's, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't care because it's to, like I'm. Yeah, I it's, know it's, I'm doing me. Where I'm trying to go in yeah. life, and I'm trying to get to a point where if, the, if someone lit, and I don't even kid when I say this. Someone just spit in my face. I can hug them because if I can hug someone with, that has pure hate like that, huge. What dude. I could help in. If I could take the fucking spit, whatever, spit, whop it off. But if I can give him one of these instead of rage-filled, and I don't oh, like it. The only time yeah. I enjoy rage-filled is when I'm in the gym because I can utilize it. It focuses me in. It makes me want to lift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't like when I have that. And a great way I actually get better at that shit is when I sit in meditation. Then I'll force myself to get enraged over something. I'll run, I'll run a scenario through my head, but I won't move. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't latch on to the feelings. Because that's what happens is our body starts... All right, really quick, got to give a shout out to our sponsors here on the XSF podcast. Now, make sure if you guys want to check out any further information on all these amazing humans and companies, that you just check the show notes. Everything will be down there underneath our podcast sponsor section. Third Lair Skate Park and Skate Shop. Third Lair Skate Park and Skate Shop is located in Golden Valley, Minnesota. They have an online store, and like I said, you can check everything in the show notes for their website link. Now, Third Lair has been an amazing place for not only myself, but a lot of other skateboarders here in the Twin Cities and even around the U.S. They have everything from skate gear, wheels, boards, bearings, trucks, all the way to their own apparel, so you look fresh while you're getting those clips and landing those tricks. They also have everything from skate lessons to skate camps, so make sure you check them out. Keeping it on the skateboard train, now we got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Monte Coso Skateboards. Monte Coso Skateboards is a Minnesota-owned and operated business. They are also all about the community, always out there trying to give back, put out things that are really just helping the kids be able to prosper in the skate game. Now, besides that, they also have very, very durable boards. Most durable boards I've ever skated myself, and I've skated quite a few. I've jumped down rails, jumped down stairs. This board has even hit the corner of concrete walls, and it still hasn't chipped. Telling you, you want a durable board that is still lightweight? Check out Monte Coso Skateboards. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Batch Roasting Co. 
Batch is an ethnically sourced, minority-owned, organic, fair-trade coffee company roasting out of Brooklyn, New York. Let me tell you, Batch is some great people making some great coffee. Trust me, I'm a self-proclaimed coffee connoisseur. I've had delicious coffee all over the place. And when I tell you Batch is some of the, the best coffee I've ever had, I'm not just saying that. You know what I mean? We just don't let anyone be our sponsor. You know what I'm saying? We jive with our products that, that sponsor us. So trust me when I tell you Batch is some of the best coffee. You can find Batch on Instagram at B-A-T-C-H-R-O-A-S-T-I-N-G-C-O. That's Batch Roasting Co. You can check out their website, B-A-T-C-H-R-O-A-S-T-I-N-G.com. BatchRoasting.com. Type in LBOM at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That's L-B-O-M-B at the checkout. Go get some delicious coffee by some amazing humans. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Jetty Woodwork. Jetty Woodwork is a veteran-owned and operated woodworking company out of Long Beach, New York. They are great people creating great products. I personally bought a custom board for my brother, a cutting board. He got into some chefing, and we got a little custom cutting board for him. They threw an MB on it, a little pot plant on there for us because, you know, he's a marijuana enthusiast. So, amazing product. It's amazing stuff they do over there. All their wood is locally sourced. Their cutting boards are 100% organic. And like I just said, they'll custom. They'll put anything you want on there. There's great people doing great things. Definitely check them out. You can find them on Instagram at J-E-T-T-Y Woodwork. That's Jetty Woodwork. J-E-T-T-Y Woodwork. The rage film, we go with those emotions and those feelings instead of just letting them be. And you yeah. can just still be there watching this unfold. So I that's love, how that helps I love me. that. I love that. And that's like, yeah. I love that you said that because, like, that's something I've been, you know, we're just talking about my kids and stuff. Like, that's something I've been doing heavy, like, with, you know, a three year old teaching him about, like, emotions and stuff and being able to adapt. Sorry, I had to get the camera back going. <laughs> you know, being able to, you know, show him, like, hey, man, like, you can have these emotions, but, like, here, let's, let's adapt and learn how to use these differently i love that you said like getting spit on giving him a hug right inverting that energy to a different thing and then guess what the energy the anger is still there it's fucking boiling up and it's waiting in lieu to fucking explode and then it explodes all over the fucking weights in the gym and he's letting his anger out in in the gym and that's great now you've learned uh to channel your anger in a great way uh or your frustration i guess you could say um but man i I just think it's great because for me skateboarding it has been a huge thing with anger like not not being able to get pissed off when i fall not breaking a board you know not screaming all this stuff and then how that translates over into my everyday life uh i think that's great that you know we all especially me and you like a lot of people in the skate industry we understand like what it means to have something work for it and not work out and then figure out a different way to do it right so like even if you're just cruising right let's say you have a certain pair of shoes you go to cruising random random thing right uh and those shoes don't work you're like okay well this is weird um well either i can uh, use these shoes and get better at using these shoes or i can switch these shoes and use a different pair that's that's just you adapting to that situation and i think skateboarding has definitely helped me a lot in that sense i don't know about you but like for me, just being able to look at like a spot and stuff like that now. And I mean, everything translates over, right? For me, at least like when I look at it that way and being able to look at a spot and be like, oh shit, like 
hey, I can't skate this rail right now because I need some Bondo. So how could I skate this spot still and utilize my time and not have to go somewhere else? And, you know, and then that translates over to me and right now in the gym, dude, huge training, fucking surgery. Just had reconstructive surgery two, two months ago on my ankle. I completely have to adapt my training now. I have to change upper body training to make sure that I'm really just combating all the shit that happens when you sit down for a month straight damn near from surgery, you know, all this stuff. That's all adapting. And I think like the big thing to take away from this is the fact that in order to build adaptability, you literally just have to get out there and do shit. Like that's the thing too is like you have to get out and do new things. So like you can't adapt unless you put yourself into different situations exactly because it's like if you live comfortably that's not adapting like if you if you live the same if i woke up at the same time get granted i wake up at the same time every day but i adapt to my day right like right now my wife just texted me she said that arlo's up again in our room because he was scared so i'm probably about to hop off the podcast here and go take care of that and get back to business stuff later that's adapting you know and being able to use that uh, it, it's it's very powerful. So if you guys can take anything away, like just get out there and start doing new stuff. Get out there, start meeting new people, um, having new conversations, trying new things. You know, that's all going to help you adapt and overcome the feelings that you might have, uh, the way you see things, the way you perceive things, and just the way that you feel overall and how you can control those feelings. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really all I got for any, everybody today. Lou, I don't know if you want to hit him with anything some words of wisdom before we sign off but yeah i'll hit you with some words of wisdom you want to talk about adaptation well guess what we might not have recorded 90 percent of that video because as i hang him up to the 30 minute mark i hit stop recording it starts to save and i don't see it saved in the library so we might have to adapt to re-recording this and now adapt to not flipping out because <laughs> technology and this is why i call myself a caveman bro so you want to talk about adaptation (laughs) we are gonna adapt okay so but that's what it is in all honesty if that has to happen then this is what you know we gotta adapt and it's honestly so so fitting that that would happen if it did happen yeah let me see what she uh let me see what she's saying real quick um if that did happen, are we still recording via Zoom though? Yeah, we're still recording. So we, via so we Zoom still, we right? still, we still have the, so we still have the full podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I still have the audio from Zoom. It's just I wanted the audio from you recording yeah. separately, but it's like. But I, I, I love, like I love that this, this, this is the epi- exactly yeah, what, the episode. How perfect for the episode. It's exactly, like, bro. Oh it is what it is. Um, I hope that didn't happen, but like I hit, I hit the stop recording because. On, on Anchor, on the web browser, you can only record for 30 minutes. I'm just seeing now you can do it on the app, but anyway, 30 minutes, so I'm getting to the 30-minute mark. I hit stop recording. You're talking, you're talking, you're talking. Yeah. I go to record for a new episode. I don't see it in the library now, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to see if it's somewhere. It has to be. Where would it go? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, did it, whatever. Adapt, we'll, overcome, we'll baby. We'll be That's good. it. That's, That's all it. That's it. Because if not, Perfect. then I'll just use the audio file from this, and yeah, dude, we'll be good to go. Like I said. We'll be surprised. Either way. Yeah. It'll adapt work. or die, and we ain't dying. No, hell no. We always you overcome know, f- Eventually, it. physically, but this ain't dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. But all right, everybody. All thank right. you for tuning in to another episode of the XSF Podcast. Y'all go be some fucking extreme humans. And you know what? Just real quick, go help another human today. Yeah. Go help another human today. That's extreme. That's extreme. Because not That's many people do that. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Peace out. Be well. Be well.